0: Chunk podcast number 4 I believe is where we are at. Uh currently we have Lynchy F up on the line. We have JJ here as well and we have half of Nicky Juice. He is uh currently playing video games while podcasting because that's appropriate. Because I can
1: multitask.
0: This man can multitask. I guarantee you halfway through this podcast we're going to say something and you will come in and say, "What? What? What? I missed it."
1: Well, all right. So if someone says, "Hey Nicky,
0: Nicky, are you Nicky?
1: help?" Then I'll realize I messed up. Until then, no.
0: All right. You keep playing your Harry Potter and the Sorcerers of Mordor. All right. We'll start off. We actually, this is the first chunk podcast that's actually going to encapsulate all three categories, sports, gaming, and entertainment. I know we've done a lot of uh, podcasts that were focused on NBA playoffs or uh, Avengers, obviously the recap of Avengers, which is still kicking ass in the box office. But JJ has yet to see it because he respects his fiance, and I I appreciate (laughs) it for that. (laughs)
1: Must be nice. I can't say that. I'm I'm, never mind. It just shows how committed I am. You're
0: a strong man. Way to go! All right, uh, we're just going to start off the gate. I just wanted to uh, gloat to everybody uh, that our NBA playoff brackets. uh, I'm the only one who still has the final four still playing basketball in your face. Suck it. That's all I wanted to say.
2: Well,
3: I I feel a little bit of shame for doubting LeBron. Um, I'll admit that now.
0: No, I don't think you should. I don't think you should because honestly, the Pac- the Pacers took them seven games, and it for a second there, it looked like they were actually going to pull it off in the first round, knocking them out.
3: Yeah, and it, it, it was surprising that the Raptors played pretty freaking bad compared to how close the Pacers took them in the the first round. And um, you know, another thing I was really surprised uh, the Celtics, you know, kind of showed their their they're, uh, they're veteran experience compared to the 76 ers and managed to take that pretty handily in the first or second round as well.
0: And that surprised you, but it did not surprise me because if you go back to the NBA playoff <laughs> preview podcast, I said that somebody wasn't exposed. Ben Simmons. They were. They they were beatable. They were. Plus, I think that Miami series it went straight to their head, and they came they came into Boston and was just like this is going to be easy, and they got they got handled. I, and I enjoyed every second of it. So as it stands right now, it is the Cleveland Cavaliers down uh, t- down O2 to the uh, Boston Celtics who are still kicking ass and uh, at this point I, I I had them losing to LeBron because I couldn't I couldn't bring myself to actually pick him them to beat LeBron because I've been disappointed way too many times. But i got to tell you, I'm getting a little optimistic. I think think there might be a chance that without Kyrie Irving and and Gordon Hayward that the Celtics could make it to the finals.
2: I think that you can never count out LeBron. I mean, he's shown before that when his back's against the wall, that he tends to show up in big moments. You know, we saw just last game that, you know, the first quarter he put on a show. And unfortunately, you know, he's playing with – you know, people Scripps. comparable to Larry Hughes and Eric Snow, Bro. like he did, you know, oh, back in the day.
0: <laughs> J.R. Smith. <laughs> Smith's it's an American legend. So,
2: I mean, I almost want to tell LeBron to go to, you know, the Akron YMCA and pick up some better players.
1: Yeah, oh my saw, God.
3: I, I'm sure he'd be happy to have Childish Gambino and uh, Keenan True. on his team.
1: And then, boys doing his laundry for him and everything, yeah.
3: So the big question really is: After the Warriors win, it is where do you think LeBron lands?
0: Oh, I'm offended. Like a, I'm offended. You're writing the Celtics off. No, I'm kidding.
3: Is it like a, a Highlander he's type thing, or we can, we can whoever, whoever beats the whoever beats LeBron, LeBron goes to their team and gets no. them his power? He
0: will never go to the Celtics, obviously, and he we did. we would never he open power. up. Okay. Yeah, I, I think there's only. I mean, people who say he's going to go to the 76ers – I don't think that's even worth his time or, or theirs, honestly. I think it's redundant. But I think that Houston would probably...
3: the Rockets, maybe?
0: I think they would be able to squeeze something squeeze something in. After, I think they inevitably lose to the Warriors. I just, I don't think... Right, right. Yeah, I think the Warriors will beat them. And then it'll be Warriors versus whoever makes it out of the Eastern Conference Finals. Because I can't bring myself to say the Celtics, even though in the back of my head, they are the much better team. Actually, it's not even the back of my head. It, it's been in two straight games. They're clearly the better team, but... Right. They still don't have the oh, best players. Scary
2: Terry, Scary Terry. Scary Terry's is real.
0: a legend, man. He's, he's we still have him under contract for one more season. I'm I'm curious to see what Danny Ainge does in the offseason. I think they might approach him and just be like, "Look, you can either ride this out one more year and more than likely compete and possibly win a championship with this squad, but you'd have to come off the bench. Obviously, Kyrie's not coming off the bench, or we can trade you for really? future assets too and and you can be a star or or at least attempt to be a star on another team." So I, I th- I, I'm curious to see where he's going to go with that.
3: I think the Rockets might be a decent landing spot for LeBron. Maybe he what sees see their record see? and their talent and th- figures, like, maybe he can give the Warriors a run for it. But I, well, I just don't see him going to another team like the Cavs where he just – puts a team on his back, you know.
0: I don't see him going to the West because I think he's I think he's terrified of it. He knows that the East is an easier route, even though now the Celtics are are built to succeed for years to come. I don't know. I, I just can't see him going out west. It's, it's, all
1: right, let's go back to this easy route crap. Why does everybody keep saying that he's the best? He's like. Take him out of the East. There's other teams that are contenders this
0: year. Yes,
1: Those just, they're it, just because they're good, because the just because it's easy for him doesn't mean the East is complete trash. No, I'm telling you, I'm yeah. telling
0: you that this year in He's particular, this year in particular, I will say that the East it, it has shown up. But in in the last couple years, the East has been yeah. abysmal. Not at all.
3: Yeah, it's. I could see him going to the Pacers. I mean, shit, they had a similar record and pretty good shooting stats to him as a team. Maybe he goes, he just goes down a state or two and joins them. Who knows?
0: Who knows? I don't know where he's going to go, but uh, we'll save it. I guarantee you. Oh my God. Well, Uh, do you
3: figure, like, you know, maybe he's going for his old man payout and he gets one big fat contract. Hey, and man, then... he's old God. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, that, I think that's a like, whole separate podcast. LeBron, the decision 2.0 is going to be a podcast we're going to be doing this summer, I'm sure. Uh, because he, he's I heard I heard somewhere he hasn't notified the Cavaliers and he said he won't be telling them or, or keep them in the loop. He's going to go into free agency. And then it, it's going to be it's, – oh, it's it's setting up to be the decision 2.0. It really is.
3: It's madness. It's madness.
0: And it's so funny how a player I – mean, granted, he's the greatest player alive right now. uh Well, maybe not alive. Well, playing in the NBA right now. But
1: yeah, alive, you can say it.
0: Go ahead. No, no, no. Greatest player in the NBA right now, and he's holding he, – it's funny how he holds Cleveland hostage. Granted, he's earned that right, but sure. it, 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 it's it's weird how that whole city it's either – they're either going to be really good or they're going to be the worst, the absolute worst.
3: How do, you not, how do you not build around him?
0: Yeah, I they tried. Hey, man, he's le, he's the GM. He's the GM. And uh, and he didn't, yeah. uh, I don't know. Uh,
3: I just, uh, you know, yeah. I, I mean, as a, a sad, sad Brooklyn Nets fan, like maybe I just don't understand. But if you have LeBron on your team, how do you not? How do you I not mean, build you know, around that the dude? only
2: The only other place that, you know, has come up before that I think that is an option for him to go to is the Knicks again with, you know, Fisdale because he was so outspoken when the Grizzlies let him go. And, you know, he obviously genuinely cares and, you know, respects Fisdale. So I think that that would be an option solely because of the connection with the coach. And then it wouldn't be, you know, Coach LeBron. It would be Coach, coach Fisdale you know, and assistant Coach LeBron.
3: LeBron going to New York probably wouldn't be cra- like too crazy. Yeah. I, I could see like, him like, to oh, if he went to the New Knicks? oh my god i lose my shit
0: Yeah Bro, Nick, would Nicky would finally Tell people that, that he's Yeah Nick, Nicky he would, would finally sell,
3: He would sell so many Fucking
0: jerseys
1: Yeah oh, I'd move to New York the following year I don't think I'm Oh far. my god
0: <laughs> Nicky would I mean, finally I'm you guys But I'm gone You would finally tell people That your favorite team Is actually the New York Knicks For once Right <laughs>
1: I feel, like, I feel like I haven't stopped saying that. But whatever. I like those knickerbockers. You, well, you never,
0: you never started saying it. That's the thing. But anyway, well, yeah. we've talked about the basketball enough. We can. Here's what we'll do. I'll, I'll allow Lynch and JJ if you guys want. I'll give you guys a couple minutes to talk about the latest baseball news. This is where I bow out because I have not been keeping up with baseball at all. Anything crazy going on right now? I feel like I've heard some things. All right, Lynch can go first because mine's um, just really sad. I don't see do I mean.
2: The the craziest thing is, you know, the Robinson Cano news with him being suspended 80 games for using a diuretic. Um, and people, you know, don't understand why, you know, a diuretic would be on the being substance list. But the reason that it is is because it's commonly used when trying to mask a, another item. Ooh. And, you know, the diuretic could have been, you know, it did its job if there was that other item on there, and you know. Uh, Miguel Cabrera said, you know, he knows Cano didn't do anything. You know what's on the list. You sit here and you have doctors that get the list. So you get pre-approved medicines not sitting here. Trying to take something that you know, take a chance, and it might be on the list, it might not be. I don't understand no. as a you know professional athlete why you even take the chance. It's
0: funny to me how eighty games sounds like a crazy Jeez. lot, but in the in the in the grand scheme of things, baseball plays what like like 1, games a thousand two hundred games. season Hundred sixty. <laughs> oh, okay, that's half a season. Never mind. <laughs> yeah,
2: so it's, it's half a season. He loses over, I believe, eleven million because you know you're suspended without pay. <laughs>
0: That's uh, exciting. <laughs> yeah.
3: But I mean, he's he's a former Golden Glove. Like his hitting's not his only thing, but it's definitely disappointing to see somebody, you know, have to use performance enhancing drugs to keep up with the demands of professional baseball.
2: Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing, the biggest thing for that whole story is is now because he's suspended for something like that. If the Mariners are, you know, able to keep the boat afloat and make it to the playoffs, he's not eligible to play on the playoff roster because he's been suspended for performance-enhancing drugs. Ooh, really?
3: Oh, he won't play enough starter, starting no, games? No, uh,
2: that's part of the rule is um, that he wouldn't be eligible for it. It happened a couple of years ago when the Giants were... Made the, making the playoffs and Melky Cabrera, you know, wasn't able to be eligible because he had been suspended that year as well. Damn,
3: that's uh, that's interesting and definitely a tough fucking beat for the Mariners.
0: Don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> yeah, unless it I helps.
3: Mean, you know, it's <laughs> funny because I've heard, I've heard, and I've read about the culture surrounding, um you know, performance-enhancing drugs in the major leagues and other sports, and that it's just a necessary evil. But, I mean, how many players would attest to the fact that, you know, they they uh, perform on their natural abilities versus these guys who are using performance-enhancing drugs to keep up?
1: Well, how many people use them and don't get caught? Right,
3: that's a, that's a big question. But I imagine they drug test all the time, I mean... yeah.
1: Dude, all right, but think about it. You have you have like a superstar that's bringing your city all this money. You're probably gonna just let that slide if you find out he's doing it. But, yeah, but I,
3: mean, I, mean, I mean, there's that, but like, you know, I wrestled. I wrestled in high school, and we went to the state sectionals, and I got drug tested right after our tournament. It's a fucking high school athlete, and I was getting drug tested, so I can only imagine how stringent it is for professional athletes.
1: Right, well, I mean, just to entertain one of Justin's like. Long time theories. Hypothetically, let's pretend LeBron was on drugs, on uh, steroids, <laughs> or something.
3: <laughs> and, and I
1: mean, they're not gonna out him. They're gonna be, you know what? All right, you're clearly abnormal. You're, but you're phenomenal. You're the face. We can't, we can't just shit on your life now. We have to either let this slide or whatever. They're not gonna out their moneymaker. Like some people have pull, no matter like who they are. Like if they're like a high profile athlete. They have enough pull to where, if something like that happens, they could technically get away with it.
3: It's possible. This world is definitely chaotic enough that it's possible.
1: Oh, but if that if that news came out, Dustin would never, okay, <laughs> never let anybody put that down. Obviously,
0: I mean, I haven't been shouting it from the rooftops, but let's be real here. LeBron is disgustingly freakish. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked. It wouldn't be the end of the world to me. I would be like, uh, I mean, come on, look at that guy. I mean, let's be real here.
3: I mean. I But like he's I mean, he's a fucking humongous dude. He's athletic as hell. He seemed I mean, he's been a star since he was in high school. Yeah,
0: no, I mean, the dude spends millions and millions of dollars to take care of himself. So I mean, I'm not I kind of jumped off that bandwagon. But he did something happened between Cleveland and Miami where he, he hit second puberty, I think. (laughs) <laughs> he gained some
1: weight. <laughs> I'm just saying. Some, some people gain weight and get fat, some people gain weight and just get ginormously hulkish. But whatever. All right, I'm saying. All
0: right. And JJ, did you um, have one more sad sad baseball news? I don't know.
3: Yeah, yeah, I just wanted to give a shout out um a very sad shout out to the New York Mets. I've been a fan my whole life. They had their best start to a baseball season ever this year. They had a 9-game win streak. And now they're barely over 500. Um, I, I don't know what's going on. We have new management for the team and um, old management for the player uh, acquisitions. Um, I could probably have a whole podcast dedicated <laughs> to my thoughts on the Mets. But, you know, I, I think that a great start. But we'll see how it freaking goes. They got to subpar pitching staff and subpar hitting so i really don't think that they i mean we'll see they they, they could make the playoffs but i would be really surprised they got a, a lot of old injured dudes on their team
0: Ooh. that one's for you matt's way to go all right we can we can now transition away from baseball and sports in general and i believe we were sliding over to the gaming topics that we have today. I know we, we we haven't encapsulated all these topics in one show before. So this is this is the chunk. This is the quintessential chunk by limping the sports, the gaming, and the entertainment all together. And you're getting it. What are we going to lead off with here? I think Nintendo tweeted out something.
3: Yeah, so uh, Nintendo sent out some tweets that were pretty interesting and are causing a lot of speculation. Um the first tweet happened on May 13th. They talked about Super Mario RPG. Are you Team Malo or Team Geno? Um, for those of you that don't know, Super Mario RPG was a game that came out on the Super Nintendo uh, partnership by then Square. And Nintendo uh, made a really badass uh, RPG video game that included uh, Mario, Bowser, Princess Peach, and some really unique characters, Mallow and Geno, um, they've not been seen since Ooh. the 90s, 1996, when that game came out. So for them to tweet about it 20 years later, it seems kind of random and the speculation is rampant.
0: You think they're going to dust that old thing off and re- remaster it for maybe some Switch action?
3: Well, it, it was available via the Super Nintendo Classic Um Which and it was part of their virtual console for the Wii, Um, but it is definitely a game where the Nintendo and Square have come together to put together some games uh, recently. I, I mean, who knows? Like, I would be very, I'd be very happy to see a remake, and I'd be very happy to see either or both of those characters appear in the new Super Brothers smash brothers coming uh this
0: fall that'd be pretty sweet too i'm I'm excited i mean i'm waiting for anything about super smash for for the switch and and this alleged pokemon game that's going to blow my mind if they do it in how it's going to happen in my head but well that's another podcast too once we start getting more details on that what is going on nikki did you just level up in your in your harry potter of mordor game
1: (laughs) i have my own soundboard shut up oh okay
3: The other big tweet that we saw from Nintendo uh, was announcing that they were going to have more NES Classic editions brought to stores near you starting Mm -hmm. June 29th. So if you miss the boat and uh, don't want to pay double the price for the NES Classic, damn uh, you scalpers! Available this uh, end of the summer.
0: Yeah, scalpers made some solid money back then. I remember people at my work coming up to me and me and like, "Hey, do you know where you got any of these? I I would love to get one of these." And people who I had no idea ever even played video games in their entire life. So, the fact that this is coming back around, anybody who's scalping, I'm hoping, you know, that that doesn't happen again, but it makes it they're making it sound like they're going to have enough to actually make it through the end of the year. They're not going to sell out on a limited run again, which is going to be good.
3: Well, and Nintendo is notorious for under supplying yeah. demand. So, to to see them re-release the NES classic, I think um, kind of shows their commitment to kind of sharing their old collection with gamers and yeah. um, that along with the announcement that the virtual console isn't coming back um, and in, in it's old glory to the uh, Nintendo online network is, it kind of makes sense.
0: All right. Switching topics and or consoles. Uh, Nicky uh, was playing. I remember he actually was streaming it on Twitch. The Detroit become human uh, demo they actually had a demo out on the on the ps network um psn network and he was gaming a little bit i watched him play for a little bit and i unfortunately haven't downloaded it and played it uh so i am curious to hear his thoughts on this one do you think it's going to be worth it i know it releases here like the next week or two
1: uh right. will it be worth it yes and no yes to people that enjoy that kind of game no to the casual gamer, like people that are like big old. I'm just gonna play a game that's popular now. That's probably not gonna reach that level of popularity, but it does have a fan base, and they are gonna love it.
0: So what are what are we talking <laughs> about when you're playing the game? Like, what kind of game is it?
3: Yeah,
1: tell us. Uh, it's made by the same people that made uh, Heavy Rain back on uh, PS3, as well as uh, Beyond Two Souls. They have a couple other games that are older, but they didn't get any recognition but uh it's basically one of those like kind of like a cinematic experience there's not not much mo- not much gameplay mm-hmm. it's mostly mm-hmm. making choices and watching the cinematic unfold but it's done beautifully with each each scene and scenario whatever has like probably close to like eight ways it can unfold and it's every decision actually genuinely matters and just in this demo alone like i finally uh, today just finished the eighth uh ending and if you if you just go through one playthrough from the beginning to the end You'll have a completely different playthrough the second time because you might not do the same decision, or you'll try to do the same way, something else happens. Any so little is, thing can change everything. It's beautiful.
3: It sounds like a choose-your-own-adventure book.
1: Uh, well, if you're familiar with the Heavy Rain series or anything like that, like then you'd know more of what it's like. I wish I could explain it verbally, but I can't. No, it's I was watching you play it. Much...
0: If you go back on your, on the Twitch channels, which it's, I think I have it linked to on the thechunkpod.com, you can check out his videos and you can see him playing it. He, you were playing it for quite a while. And uh, it, yeah. it almost looks like... I mean, Arkham, Arkham Batman type like detective stuff. It was basically just all there's detective that, walking around. that
1: one feature in it, yeah. Like as far as like trying to analyze like a scene or whatever, you can pretty much use yeah. like a 3D space, and it makes more sense because you are an Android and you're not Batman trying to figure the shit out. But uh, <laughs> as an Android, I mean, you you can render everything in real time and pretty much play back and forth in, in time as far as what the scene happened. And you can pick apart things like maybe at a certain point in that time, somebody was holding something important. You can analyze that and then play it forward, find out where it fell to in the, in the room, and go pick it up and go get some more information. And like each thing raises or lowers your success rate as far as completing the mission. Oh, cool. And then based on what you say and do, things will unfold that way as well.
3: So it's a robot
1: detective game. It No, no. It's like... <laughs> <sighs> I think that pretty much understand.
0: sums it up, right? Layman's it, terms... Like,
1: you're you're an you're an android i mean in the full release game they're going to be like i think three main characters but they're all androids but it's in a futuristic world and i guess the game's gonna have like a whole bunch of heavy like segregation issues and like issues of like like people accepting robots and all that other stuff all that kind of stuff but for the most part pretty much in this one this one character scene he's trying to save a little girl who's been abducted from a android who's gone haywire he's lost his mind and he's you're gonna jump with her on the top of a building. You gotta either talk him out of it, or execute him, or something. Find him one of eight Ooh. ways to get rid of it.
0: All right, that sounds pretty solid. No, it looks like a cool game, and it's. It, it, I remember it, it, they they released a lot of info for it like last year, and I was like, that sounds like a pretty sweet game. And they kept pushing it back, but they also bumped the release of it up. So I think it's coming out like next week. So I, I am curious to check that out. I think it'd be cool. Oh
3: uh, wow, a June release? late May release?
0: Huh? Yeah, it's pretty sweet uh jj do you have anything else in the gaming category for us
3: um the only other thing i wanted to bring up was the recent release of the destiny 2 Warmind dlc um well they call it expansions but yeah they uh the destiny 2 launch was i think generally pretty disappointing to uh, players and fans of the destiny franchise and so they've been really working hard to kind of update the quality of life and uh, options for players. Uh, I played through the story mode, which while short was pretty good lore-wise, and uh, they've added some endgame content that I think will make it worth it for players to return that uh, didn't necessarily like um, how the launch went. Um the, I have to say, personally, I, I really, really like the raid content for this game. It's uh, some of the most challenging, uh, collaborative um, play that you can do with your friends. Um, and I have to say, like, I would love to play with some of you chunkers to work through the different raid layers, because um, it is really fun, it's really challenging, it tests the... the uh, way that you have teamwork and um the loot's pretty cool uh and i have to say like seeing how destiny 2 launched and seeing where we are at now uh six months later um i have a lot of hope for where destiny 2 is going to be and um hopefully it's a little bit more accessible to both old fans and uh, newcomers alike, uh, when we get our true expansion of September.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, Destiny 2, I remember when I got it, and we all, I think we all actually got it. We were—we went pretty hard mm-hmm. into it, and then we did kind of drop off of it. There was a lot of other things that came out, and uh, obviously this Fortnite craze has been been hitting us pretty <laughs> hard. But yeah, we, we should get back on that. We probably will here coming up pretty soon, so... All right, we can move on to the our last segment, the entertainment section, which is pretty pretty much movies and television-centric. We have this weekend, which is actually, I think today it, it is coming out right now. It's Deadpool 2 coming out, and uh, I'm definitely excited to see this. I know Nikki is geeking out. This is like his boo. We're
1: really going to watch that.
0: Yeah, so we yeah we got to get together and watch that. So what are you expecting to see this weekend in this movie? I mean, anything, anything off the wall outside of what we've seen in the trailers, or, or I mean, are they hiding anything, you think?
1: I actually think they are probably holding some things back because they've shown a lot in the trailers, but I I believe there's going to be some deeper stuff going on in the movie because as far as a comic book nerd, as my last podcast revealed, there's a lot of little small tie-ins, and I feel like they can do something amazing with the story and they're not going to try to spoil it because they did so well with the first one. They don't have to just try to pitch everything and try to sell you on it like they did the first time. The second time, I feel like they got something more for us.
3: The, the introduce the introduction of cable is really interesting as an x-man um who came from the future obviously and that will be interesting to see how the x-force kind of comes together with domino and deadpool and cable um through the cyclops yeah and and it will be i'm really excited to see how it pans out um Once again, I might be a few weeks late uh, watching this movie as I uh, hold out to watch it with the fiancé, but... I think that Deadpool 2 is going to have a lot of really cool Easter eggs. Colossus is one of my favorite X-Men. He's yes. Just a Colossus and is
0: one of my favorite Marvel heroes in general, like like out, even outside of X-Men. <laughs> I freaking love me some Colossus. The dude's a freaking – And, and get, getting him back, which I know he, he went away in the uh, original X-Men tr- trilogy and he hasn't been back since until Deadpool came back around. I love that they got a hold of him and were able to actually use him.
2: It's like the best thing to come out of Russia.
0: <laughs> yeah well that's true <laughs> so no in cable uh, speaking on cable uh I, I, as a kid i had action figures and the biggest one that i had i had a cable action figure and it was like the size of my forearm it was awesome i don't know why i had it i don't know where i even got it from but i remember watching the x-men cartoons as kids and i don't even know that he had a huge role in those but but i just i had a cable action figure and it was like my favorite action figure growing up. It was so cool. And
3: it'll be interesting to see how cable or sorry, uh, Deadpool kind of fits into everything because he's had run-ins with Spider-Man. He's had run-ins with shield. Yeah. Um, not to spoiler too much, but in the recent, you know, not so recent comics, he, uh, actually kills agent Colson during the secret empire. Uh, uh, should I say crossover? Yeah. Event. And, um, he also has run-ins with Hell and marries uh, one one of the demon uh, demons from there, and so there's a lot of different ways they could go with Deadpool, and um, I, I'm really interested to kind of see how they go with it.
0: It's it's super tough, I know for them because I know Ryan Reynolds kills it and he's absolutely crushing it, but they're not yeah. they're not tied into into the uh, the real MCU, and I don't know I don't think that they ever will be, but no. Because honestly, how would you, how would That's you, inc- how tell me how you would incorporate Deadpool into that Marvel universe? How would he just pop up out of nowhere? <laughs> I just, and, and how would he? Re- I mean,
1: that that could know. be done with just, no. Deadpool can easily be inserted.
0: I know. But, but to me, that would take away from everything MC, the MCU has already made. You know what I mean? No, like, don't get
1: me wrong. Yeah. He's not going anywhere near the MCU yeah. with Infinity War with where it is right now. No, no, no. Uh, moving forward, anything can happen.
0: Yeah, I would love to see them like assimilate the X Men. I wish, I wish they would. Well, Fox would let them go.
1: Without, let's
3: talk about that for a second without spoiling Infinity War for me. Like, what do you guys think about what the next phase of the Marvel Cinematic Universe will be? Like, that's the thing. What's the next big crossover that they might go after? I haven't
0: seen them. I mean, at least I mean, maybe we haven't seen it yet. That knowingly, but I haven't seen any teases or anything towards what's coming in the next. I mean, after after Thanos, I don't know what's coming. So, to me, I, I think attacking and maybe coming after <sighs> Fox and trying to assimilate the X-Men somehow, I think that would be pretty awesome. Obviously, not bringing over that universe. I'm talking about full-on scrap reboot like they w- did with Spider-Man.
1: Oh, they're definitely going to reboot, yeah. Yes, and just, Some of those yeah. actors are on their way out. They're they're not going to do this forever. Like, they've they've had their, like, what, yeah. decade worth of movies. Yeah, they're, they're sure. done as far as this story is going. It has to be.
0: Yeah, I mean, but I love, got, I love it. They
3: brought the young X-Men in and... Um, the current comic book series, X-Men Blue, has the fish-out-of-water uh, original X-Men in the modern Marvel Universe. Um, Jean Grey and uh, Iceman and Angel and Cyclops and the Beast. Angel, useless.
0: Oh, come um, on, man. All, he's got ways. He's wings. a badass
3: in the Blue comics, but um, it, it could be that. I, I was actually thinking maybe Secret Invasion, um, where the... The superhero community is kind of infiltrated by the shape-shifting aliens. Mm.
0: Um, that could be. Yeah, that could
3: work. Could be that. Um, I know that. The I don't that know. I don't really know where the Inhumans are at in terms of production, but there's always the X Men versus Inhumans arc and yeah. uh, the kind of the Terra Genesis cloud that kind of goes around the world and that's really interesting yeah i
0: think the two movies that are coming up next are ant-man and the wasp and and captain marvel i gotta think that the captain marvel movie is gonna bridge the gap between like obviously Thanos it's going to help Thanos the situation there but something in Captain Marvel might allude to what's going to happen next past Thanos I don't know what I don't know what it is but I mean th- I, don't,
1: I don't I don't know if anything cuz that's going to be set in the 90s I don't know, no, no, I know if it's going to reveal what's going to work but it can show how powerful she is at best and, and or what their plan could be moving forward as far she as She's kind her. of a, She's kind of a galactic hero so it could be, be one of those overpowered ones. Like it could—it like be could, calling Superman.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It could point to a galactic enemy or it could be something as simple as like, channel, um, yeah, it could be that. I mean, there's that, but also, um, there's a few other big crossovers that people speculate about the original sin, which talks about, uh, them killing the watcher, um, which is kind of the arbiter of the Marvel universe. And then, um, also the Secret Wars, which is actually how Spider-Man originally gets the symbiote, symbiote. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: symbiote. <laughs> symbiote.
3: So we'll, we'll see, I guess, uh, where it goes, but, um, I, I mean, I'm really interested. I'm really excited to see finally Infinity War towards the end of May and then,
1: uh. My God, so late. Um,
3: yeah, yeah he'll but get we'll, there. We'll see how it goes. He'll I get mean, there. Uh, it's exciting.
0: Yeah, definitely good times for Marvel movies. Uh, speaking of movies that have nothing to do with Marvel, uh, over the weekend I saw I saw a trailer for a movie that was coming up. I didn't even know what was coming, but uh, it's called Hotel Artemis, and I and I forced you guys to watch the trailer, and I actually posted the trailer up on our, our website, thechunkpod.com, and you can get it on the Facebook page as well. I saw this trailer, and I was like, where the hell did this movie come from? And why have I not heard of it? it, it it's it's jam packed. We're talking. It's got Jodie Foster, Sterling Brown, who uh, I think he was in Get Out. Was he in Get Out? No, no, he's on the show This Is Us. Uh, Dave Bautista, who plays Drax, uh, Jeff Goldblum, and Jack, Charlie. Day. Yeah, Charlie Day, Zachary Quinto. There's so many people in this movie. And to me, when I watched the trailer, you guys watched it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I watched the trailer, and in my in back of my head, I'm thinking. It's it's almost like a ripoff of Hotel Continental from John Wick where they it's like this underground building that that's disguised as something else for for assassins. But th- in this movie, it is a it is a, cri- a hospital for criminals disguised as a hotel. But it also has like a set of rules where, you know, you can't basically you can't commit crimes on their on their premises. And when they're when they do there's like an uprising, it looks pretty, pretty wild.
1: I'm definitely down to see that, but I mean, I just had no idea from the trailer. It's hard to say, like,
3: it strikes me as, I'm very skeptical of trailers nowadays, and I mean, you saw the trailer for the Expendables with all those stars. Yeah. So, who knows if it'll be cheesy like that, where it's like campy cameos by former action heroes or if it actually has a cohesive story that ends up being funny and doesn't take doesn't take itself too seriously
0: yeah no, that and that's going to be the true test is because you can jam all the actors you want into it it's a matter of whether or not your story is compelling but to me john wick didn't they didn't delve into that world deep enough i've loved the concept is fantastic and i think it's awesome so i'm gonna go see it obviously uh, but I have been burned by a really good trailer before. I mean, it's not; the, it wouldn't be the first time. So uh, I will be curious to check this one out. And you can check out the trailer right now on our website, uh, thechunkpod.com. Check it out. See what we're talking about. Uh, and finally, to wrap up entertainment, I just saw this right before the podcast started. But uh, Daredevil fans on Netflix, season three is going to be coming out. They haven't actually set a date for it yet. But I'm assuming by the end of this year, early next year, season three Daredevil. Uh, but I did find out that they cast they cast a guy ba- a couple months back, and they didn't say what he was for, like what what the role what, he, what role he was gonna be playing. I did just find out that dude is gonna be playing Bullseye alongside Kingpin. They're bringing Kingpin back as the primary villain for season three, so it'll be Kingpin and Bullseye uh, taking on the Daredevil. I'm really excited to see that.
1: I love Kingpin
3: yeah it's interesting what they've done with him recently in the comics where he becomes the mayor of New York City uh, after the events of Secret War or sorry Secret Empire. but um, bullseye it's kind of a bold choice right because they had the kind of Daredevil flop movie with Ben Affleck uh, oh, so many years ago with bullseye and um, to bring him back for the TV show. They must have a great idea for him.
0: Yeah, for sure. And there, and there is it's easy to make bullseye look stupid. You know what I mean? Like it could be it, it could look awful. You know what I mean? And not you basically just don't dress him up in that cheesy costume. Then I think we'll be fine. I think that's yeah. really all you all you have to do. Don't put a bullseye on his actual head, I think, right?
1: It, well, it could work. It's
3: interesting because, you know, what does Daredevil have to lose? Who does bullseye really target that makes daredevil feel threatened yeah um and you know daredevil has been such kind of like a beat-em-up type of hero how does he face a villain that focuses on kind of espionage striking people from afar with whatever object he feels will be useful to him
0: yeah, I'm thinking uh, they battle back and forth for the entire season, and then the Punisher just comes out of nowhere and kills him. <laughs> you got a gun, so do I. Yeah, he just lays him out. Uh, the actor is Wilson Bethel, by the way. I don't know if that recognizes anybody recognizes him, but Wilson Bethel uh, signed on Daredevil season three, two, and he will be playing Bullseye, according to a lot of these um, these sources that I'm finding. Uh, it looks like they leaked it in a podcast, and there's a dude on Reddit who has like the inside scoop. I think he actually might even be on set for some of the filming and he's coming back and like leaking some stuff. So uh, a lot of stuff floating around the internet. So that's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm definitely ready for some more daredevil. I, I love that. I have to
3: say the the Marvel has found a lot of success with its TV shows and you know, where the Avengers are kind of fighting galactic enemies. The defenders are kind of here on earth fighting the, day-to-day bad guys so yeah i can definitely see bullseye and the kingpin as worthy adversaries for daredevil and his colleagues and uh, i'll be interested to see how that kind of pans out on the tv
0: for sure it's gonna be awesome and uh i think that should pretty much wrap it up that's what we came here prepared with and look at that we kept it right around 40 minutes not too shabby uh if you're still listening thank you you can check us out uh on the chunkpod.com follow us on facebook twitter instagram all that stuff you can get us anywhere just search for the chunk pod and uh you can get our personal accounts on our on the website if you want to do all that stuff as well uh thanks for stopping by guys i know lynch probably fell asleep halfway through this he's still <laughs> he's gone he he, he gone uh, but JJ, Nikki, Lynch, thanks for stopping by and uh and, and thank well we'll get back together soon, I'm sure.
1: Cheers. Always oh, oh there he is, my God.